the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is the after 4th of July party. Hope you all had a fantastic 4th of July. And uh, looking forward to this weekend. So, this weekend, I don't know how many of you stretched it out, but a lot of people took off Thursday, Friday, you know, the mysterious flu that went around. I know my assistants did. But anyway... Those of you who are just having a great weekend out here, welcome to the show. Check out more at FiringLineRadio.com. Our new podcasts are actually up now. It's kind of a new thing to have the, the correct podcast showing up. So FiringLineRadio.com, you can get all of our podcasts. Subscribe to them for free. They are on iTunes. You can also find us on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show, and at Instagram under Firing Line Radio. So we are all over the place. When you do go, though, to the Facebook page click on visit group. You need to click on it and join it. When you do that, you'll actually see our posts. Otherwise, with what uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook have done is you will not see half of our posts or maybe even 10% of our posts because they have changed the algorithms to many Second Amendment groups, ours just being one of them. For some reason, we've been stuck at the same number of members for five years. Yeah. Thank you, guys. So we figured that out. What we need to do is transition all of you who are on our regular Facebook page to the Facebook group. That way we can continue to grow. You can actually see what's going on when we're having a sale over at Bullseye Sport or an event over at the Prado Olympic Shooting Park. You're going to know about it, be able to be involved with it. So make sure that you join the group. Hit the Visit Group button on our Facebook page. Now, uh, last week I had Rex Tibor on and I always love having that guy. He's just a, he's a lot of fun and just a ball of energy and entertainment. And one of the things we talked about was actually going through and talking about the declaration of independence and doing a reading on that. So what I want to do today, since this is the 4th of July weekend and we're one weekend shy of my six year anniversary on the station, six years, I think, um, I think we're almost common law married there, Dan, my producer, Dan, <laughs> we better do something. I don't want to, I don't want to end up in that category. On that one. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get palimony yet? You're scaring me, Philip. <laughs> All right. Back to the seriousness stuff, folks. This is the best country, the freest country, the most awesomest country making America awesome again. And, uh, you know, very, very proud of our president. Those of you who aren't, Go to a different station, a KPFK or whatever it is. Uh, that's that's where you need to be over there in your in your swimming in your misery. But I want to talk about the Declaration of Independence 
what it said, how relevant is it in our lives, and we need to just have a little bit of reverence for those who have gone before us and gave us this country, and what is our responsibility to keep it and to grow it and to perpetuate it for our children and their children. So let's move on here. In Congress, July 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America, when, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth that separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it, and to institute the new gov- institute new government, excuse me, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms for which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, invinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former system of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is the history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let the facts be submitted to a candid world. We could actually plug in the words uh, Jerry Brown here for King George. Okay, King George. He has refused assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend them. He has refused to pass other laws that accommodations of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He filibustered them. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions of the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby legislative powers, 
incapable of annihilation, have returned to the people at large for their exercise. The state, remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states, for that purpose obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners. Hmm. I think he's, uh, <laughs> he wasn't a free border person. Um, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their office and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. That's called bureaucracy. That's what we see in California here all the time. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has effected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution. Hmm, the United Nations, maybe? And acknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretend legislation. For quartering large bodies of armed troops among us. For protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states. For cutting off our trade with all parts of the world. For imposing taxes on us without our consent. For depriving us, in many cases, of the benefits of trial by jury. For transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses. For abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example of fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule in these colonies. For taking away our charters, establishing, excuse me, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. So take a look at some of these things that have gone on here, folks. This was egregious enough for the 13 colonies, minor little population, to declare independence against the greatest power on earth, which was England at the time. Um, after we, you know, after we quit supporting England, look what happened, huh? I'd like to look at it that way. We fired them. They can't make it on their own. They lost their entire empire. Uh, you know, that's what happened. Go ask the queen if you uh, want to know more about that. But anyway, take a look at this. This is people took this serious. They addressed these things. They stood up, as it says uh, a little bit earlier there, with their manly vigorance, and and decided enough was enough. We're going to separate. We're going to create our own government. We're going to rule ourselves. And this is how they did it. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We're talking about the Declaration of Independence. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials 
to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show, where you know every week we're going to talk about our conversation on firearms, hunting, gun rights afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Now, our faithful companion in this battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you, but Bullseye Sport in Riverside is where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. Now, after you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that'll teach you the basic knowledge, skills, attitudes essential to the safe, and efficient use of your firearm. For more information about their certified firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211, or visit their website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes. Because at Bullseye Sports, Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first. 951-823-0211, or tap the AM590 app. Check that out, folks, at bullseyesport.com. We are talking here about the Declaration of Independence, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Uh, Declaration of Independence. You can find out more on our Facebook page at FiringLineRadio.com or on um, Firing Line Radio Show, our website, FiringLineRadio.com, where you can get our podcasts. So it's important that you get these, pass them around. Hey, man, they're free. Use them. Use them before you lose them. So I'm going to check that out. I'm reading the Declaration of Independence because it's something that we don't do, even though we celebrate uh, the 4th of July. It's Independence Day, right? But it's always called the 4th of July. I think we need to get back to why we celebrate this day. It's the Declaration of Independence. It's when Americans stood up and said, we've had enough of tyranny. Um, You're on your own, guys. We're no longer going to support England. You're on your own. Kind of like we should no longer support excremento. Uh, They should be on their own. And, And I am not for the ballot solution 
which would separate California into three different components, creating six idiot senators from California instead of only two idiot senators from California. This nation can only handle two idiot senators from California. If we send any more than that, the whole thing's going to flip upside down. So we do not want to split the state. What we would do, our secession, and you can go right off the lines here, this Declaration of Independence, we should take the inland areas of this state, San Bernardino County, Riverside County, um, Inyo, all those nice, solid, conservative counties, and simply annex ourselves into Nevada. So we don't have to live with the desert heat. We can have the same weather we have now, live under Nevada's laws, Nevada's taxations. I think it's the best way to go. And that way we can live as free Americans without moving and not create excessive senators to ruin the entire country. So that's what we need to do. That's our Declaration of Independence in California. Not to split into three, but to just join Nevada and uh, move on from there. Uh, So I think that's something we should take a look at and uh, have at it. So I'm talking about the Declaration of Independence. I was reading through some of the grievances of King George, and I'll pick it up where I just left off. Can I, can I interrupt you? Of course you can. According uh, to an article on Drudge. This is, this is Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan. The, uh, well, you're, according to Facebook, what you're reading is considered hate speech. Yes. Yes. Well, they, that's, that's me. They have blocked the Declaration of Independence from being posted on Facebook because it's considered... Uh, it's not acceptable for Facebook. You know, I didn't know that before I started, but I'm just even more proud that we're actually reading it on the air now. It's unbelievable. Hey, man. I'm, I'm glad I don't do Facebook anymore. It's speech. Come get some. <laughs> the Liberty County Vindicator was uh, publishing uh, the Declaration of Independence in chunks on Facebook, and they were blocked. The post said, uh, where does it say here? The 10th expert was not posted as scheduled, and the paper said it received an automated notice saying the post goes against our standards on hate speech from Facebook. Well, they're communist puke, so what do you expect, right? Our Declaration of Independence. I got to tell you, these, yeah, well, they're totalitarianists. I mean, look at Zuckerberg. You think he's really for the little people? There's more people need to hear this. Dude, exactly. More people need to hear it, and somebody take one of his billion dollars and buy him some eyebrows, will you please? He looks like a droid. <laughs> just, all right, I, I had to interrupt you because you're talking. You're sharing the Declaration yeah, of Independence. Which yeah, no, is, I appreciate that. Get, get a sharpie out. We got to help this guy out. Give him some stinking eyebrows so he looks human. That's just it. And and uh, something beside his T-shirt, right? When you have a billion dollars, you shouldn't dress like you're looking poor. Just dress normal. Don't don't always have a T-shirt because that's your thing. It's just it's. Wrong. When you have a billion dollars, you can do whatever you want. Well, he has more than a billion. Yeah, exactly. So, no, he should go do it somewhere else. Exactly. All right. Yeah. All right. So the he who shall not be named, which is Jerry Brown, is in charge of all this. All right. Picking up now. This is flipping back here to uh, 1776, 242 years ago. He has abdicated governments here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. Now, he did that with water uh, segregation here in California. He He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries from the southern border to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny 
already begun with his circumstances of cruelty and perfidy, scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous of ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections among us. Look at those riots we just had under ice, right? He's endeavored to bring the inhabitants to our, of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages, whose known rules of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress, the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by the repeated injury. A prince, whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant, is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Hmm. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, which we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They, too, have been deaf to the voice of justice in consanguity. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them, as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We, therefore, the representative of the United States of America, in general Congress, assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions do, in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are, and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Talk about something missing in today's politics. Sacred honor, right? There's enough of their lives, there's enough of their fortunes, but there isn't a lot of sacred honor when it comes to our current politicians. Some of the people who signed this, uh, names you may or may not have heard of. I mean, John Hancock, right? We know he's the most famous one. He, he signed huge letters, uh, John Hancock, and uh, immortalized himself on that. Benjamin Franklin signed it. Um, Robert Morris, he actually was a, a dis uh, one of my elementary school teachers was one of his descendants, so... Interesting stuff here, folks. These guys, everybody who signed this Declaration of Independence pretty much was on the run from that point forward. The British were after them. They were considered traitors. They were, uh, um, their fortunes were taken. Some of their children were slaughtered. I know one of the, one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence, I'm forgetting his name offhand, two of his kids were captured. 
They said, if you denounce the declaration, we'll let them live. He did not denounce the declaration. His kids were were massacred, uh, two young men. That's how important founding this country was. How far we have fallen when we have about a 6% voter participation rate. Folks, we need to get off the couch. Get off the get off the AZZ. Get the AZZ off your couch and get in the game here because this is a gift we've been given and we're letting it slip by. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks, that was my um, non-dramatic reading of the Declaration of Independence the last couple of sessions there. But I wanted to make sure that we talk about this. I mean, these are people... 242 years ago, who stood up against tyranny. They have given us the absolute best country, the freest country, the country that that can recognize God, the country that recognizes your rights come from God, not from the government, no matter what Jerry Brown or Kamala Harris or whatever other ship of fools we have running out of excremento. We have our rights given to us by God. We need to enumerate them. We need to count them. We need to hold them dear and we need to protect them. So the second half of this show today, I want to talk about the second amendment. You know what? We kind of talk about that every week, but this is important. And I want to make sure that we talk about the second amendment. Declaration of independence happened on uh, December or July 4th, excuse me, the final version, which is July 4th, 1776, that's what we recognize as our birthday of this country. But many things had gone on prior to that. You had the Boston Tea Party. We we talked a little bit about this last week. You know, Samuel Adams, which I think is just an awesome, awesome guy. John Hancock, amazing people. They're involved in an insurrection in peaceful means um, to fight the tyranny that was being pushed down down upon them from, you know, Mad King George, also known as Mad Jerry Brown. I think it's the actual same person. Uh, just put a white wig on Jerry Brown and you'd be amazed with how close the resemblance is. Sorry, that was for me. Okay, so the Second Amendment okay, was, was given to us as part of the Bill of Rights. Now, that happened about 12 years after the Revolution. In 1789 is when it was actually... Um, our uh, 
excuse me, the Constitution was ratified, including those first 10 amendments. So that happened much later. But it was based basically off of common law that was in England. We talked a little little bit about this last week also, but there was a time in England where every able-bodied man was required to own a longbow and to be proficient with it. They'd have the city shoots, the county shoots, the township shoots. Everybody was out there doing that. Why? Because they were the military. It was important, you know, when, when uh, and England was often at war, you know, England and France, it seems like they spent the better part of the last thousand years fighting each other. But they were often at war and it was important. It was part of the kinship that each man own a firearm or own arms of the day. At that point, it was a longbow. And then it continued on. England didn't give up their firearms until 1925, after the First World War, when they decided there would be no more wars. So that's when they decided to turn in all of their firearms. That's also why in 1939, America had to send a whole bunch of firearms to England to fight World War II, because they had nothing. Uh, Private collections were sent Private individuals were sent to England, uh, sent their firearms to England, so they would have something in case the Germans invaded. That's that's where they went with that. From mandatory, where everybody had to have a uh, weapon, to nobody could have a weapon, which simply only left them completely vulnerable. All right. So some of the going back to uh, the Second Amendment main supporters, you know, James Monroe, John Adams, John Madison, excuse me, James Madison. Um, they wrote how a federal army could be kept in check by state militias. This was important to them, state rights and state militias. Who were the state militias? The state citizens. So a federal army may well be doubted uh, whether a militia thus circumstance could ever be conquered by such a proportion of regular troops. Uh, the same thing happened in World War II when we talked about when the Japanese general was talking about invading America, he says, you can't do that. There'll be a rifle behind every blade of grass. There are too many firearms to to do that. And so it's an important thing that the free people are an armed people. And an armed people is also a polite people. We want to make sure that everybody who owns a firearm is of sound moral character. I am not for everybody in the world owning a firearm. If you're a felon, you know what? You've given up that right. You made some choices in your life for whatever reason. You've given up that right. If you are a, a felon and, you know, how many times have we seen a felon with a gun causing more problems? Look, if you're a bad guy, you should be in jail or dead. Those are my two choices for you. I don't care if you ever get out. I don't care if you're dead. You're a bad guy. That's it. We have a very short list of options for felons who hurt people and uh, death or jail, preferably death. Anyway, so let's move on here to the reason that we had the Second Amendment. Actually, I should actually say exactly what the words of the Second Amendment are. So there's 27 words in the Second Amendment. Here it is. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, it's talked about this time and time again about is it an individual right or is it the right of the state? Uh, Finally, we had a decent uh, ruling, D.C. versus Heller, where they came out and said, no, this is an individual right. I can't believe that they actually fought about it for so long. But D.C. versus Heller, which actually happened uh, during a... Barack Obama's administration, which I'm sure he was so happy about. D.C. versus Heller gave us a clarity from the Supreme Court side. 
didn't give us the right, all right? Your rights were given to you by God, but it was finally recognized by the federal government in D.C. versus Heller. So that happened uh, a few years ago where the individual does have the right. Several other cases were, okay, so if the federal government can't inhibit it, can the state government inhibit it? And, of course, we find those cases coming out of Chicago. So it has been found that, no, in fact, the... uh, the, the state governments also cannot inhibit that. And then, so you look at that, and then, and then how do we end up with California where every single year the legislative body turns out six to ten new firearm restrictions? None of them, hear me out here, in California, all of these new laws that they've been passing, none of them increase the penalty for the misuse of a firearm and commission of a crime. None of them. Not one. All of them increase the penalty for simple ownership of a firearm, whether or not you've ever committed a crime, creating thousands upon thousands of theoretical felons as of June 30th. That's right. June 30th this year, if you have a, a firearm in the, in the configuration considered an assault weapon by the state of California and you fail to register it or alter it, you are in theoretically in big trouble. Okay. I'm not saying it's constitutional. I'm saying they have a department of justice. Who's looking to prosecute two different things. Constitutionality department of justice's power department of justice and state of California is under uh Becerra Becerra. Um, Becerra is working the rudder on the ship of fools in, in Excremento. He is, he's a disaster. But anyway, as far as your Second Amendment rights are, he is absolutely against them. And you're going to have nothing but trouble from the Department of Justice if you don't think things through and and consider your ownership your duty, but to do it correctly so you don't have a problem. Do I like AR-15s that have been modified to California compliance standards? Not really, you know? I, uh, Modifications that are comfortable are expensive, and putting a fin on it is, well, silly, you know, or or, or pinning a stock is silly. Um, silly changes. The, these these are not quality changes. It it's, it doesn't change the firearm in general, and simply ownership is not should not be a crime. Misuse is what we need to be focusing on, and that's the one part that they never focus on. Apparently, the the excremento politicians believe that jail is racist. So therefore, if nobody goes to jail, they can't be considered racist. They let felon after felon out of jail. They're not creating new jails. Um, It's amazing to me when you, you look at their actions and their actions have to lead up to an end game. And if you add them all together, it's not good. They're looking at destroying law and order in the state of California for whatever purpose that they have, but their actions push down that road. They have let 50,000 felons out of jail. Where do you think they are? They're on your streets, stealing your stuff, hurting your people. And they have excluded or created new crimes from felonies down to misdemeanors or even citations. Crime is now free and there's 50,000 crime wave people running all over the place, shooting heroin and doing all that stuff. That's what we have going on in California. The second amendment is your ability to defend yourself, not just from criminals. That's important to know. You have the right to defend your life. 
You have the right to defend your life against a deadly use of force um, or harm. You have that right. But the Second Amendment doesn't just cover that right. It covers the right to alter or abolish governments that have hit the tyrannical side. So we're going to cover that real quickly here. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, FiringLineRadio.com. Check us out on our Facebook page under the tyrannical Facebook, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Uh, You know, next week, next week we're celebrating our sixth year anniversary on this station. Sixth year anniversary. Lots of things going on. Also, if you go to our Firing Line radio show page on Facebook and you hit the little blue button that says visit group, when that number hits 2,000, we're going to be giving away an SKB AR-15 case. This thing is awesome, right? I've got possession of it right now. I can't believe how nice this is. And um, I want to give it away, but if I have to keep it, you know, so be it. But I want to get that number up to at least 2,000. We've got a I don't know, almost 6,000 people on our Facebook page. If 2,000 can just join the simple group, how do you do that? You click the little button that says visit group, join the group, bada bing, you're in. Then I'll do a, a, a raffle drawing for that to give it out to one of the people in the group. Also, if you like cutting edge bullets, I have gift certificates for cutting edge bullets, but they're in the group. You have to join the group to get the poop. So get your poop in a group. That's where it is, right over there. This week, though, we're talking about the Second Amendment. We're talking about the Declaration of Independence. Um, just happens because that was last Thursday. And uh, this show, many of you have, have taken off the week, so let's talk about it. The Second Amendment does relate to individuals, and it does not simply relate to your right to not be raped or have a home invasion from a bad guy to defend yourself. That's part of it. But the main purpose of the of the Second Amendment is to defend yourselves against tyrannical governments. Now, I'm going to read this quote here, but some scholars have said it's wrong to read a right of armed insurrection in the Second Amendment because clearly the Founding Fathers sought to place the trust in the power of the ordered, ordered liberty of a democratic government versus the anarchy of insurrectionists. Other writers, such as Glenn Reynolds, contend that the framers did believe in an individual right to armed insurrection. 
They cite examples, such as the Declaration of Independence. That's a pretty good example there. And the Constitution of New Hampshire, uh, stating that non-resistance against arbitrary power and oppression is absurd, slavish, and destructive to the good and happiness of mankind. You know, that's... uh, That kind of says it a lot there. There's ongoing debate beginning in 1789 about the people fighting government tyranny or the risk of mob rule uh, related to the increasingly violent French Revolution, which was horrific. Uh, Widespread fear during the debates of ratifying the Constitution was a possibility of a military takeover of the states by the federal government, which could happen if Congress passed laws prohibiting states from arming citizens or prohibiting citizens from arming themselves. Though it has been argued that the states lost the power to arm their citizens when the power to arm the militia was transferred to the federal government, the individual right to arm was retained and strengthened by the Militia Act of 1792 and the Similar Act of 1795. So, um, amazing. You know, the Second Amendment is there. It's there not just for the ability of Mrs. Smith to defend herself from the three uh, felons that Jerry Brown has let out of jail early as they break into her house at 3 a.m. It's there to stop Jerry Brown from letting <laughs> felons out of jail. We need to take a serious look at, at, at our government here, folks. We have, we have a deaf legislature in the state of California. And I don't mean that to be mean to, to deaf people, but they are not listening to the needs and the will of of our citizens here. They are letting criminal after criminal out of jail. They are creating laws to create a new class of criminal from, from decent people, people who simply owned a firearm. Now all of a sudden you're, and I don't know how many people talked to me last week. It's like, hey, what do I need to do? It's like, well, this is June 30th. You better figure something out. Um, what do I need to do? I don't want to be a criminal. That's what, the gun owner crowd is. They are the law-abiding citizens. They're the ones who stand up and do the right thing. They're the ones who self-regulate. They are the self-governors. They don't need to be nanny-stated all the way around because they take care of things themselves. They do not want to accidentally be driving to the range, get pulled over by a CHP uh, looking for some revenue money, and open up the trunk and oh by the way that ar-15 that june 30th was fine is now an assault weapon july 1st and now you're a felon and you're going to jail your life is materially changed over an arbitrary rule because the cosme cosmetics on a firearm so second amendment crowd we follow the rules. We do the right thing. And frankly, it really ticks us off when others don't. When those in power do not do the right thing, it absolutely sets me off. How's that? We're on radio here. So uh, read between the lines. But our job is what is, you know, our job, Second Amendment guys, what do we do from here? We've been given this gift. We've been given this gift of a free country. We're living in a beautiful state. We're letting people ransack our treasury, ride roughshod over our rights. This is what we were given. These are our rights and our responsibilities. We have to accept that mantle. How do you affect change? Well, you don't move to Texas, right? You don't move to Arizona. You don't move to Nevada or any place else. 
You're simply kicking the can down the road, which we have to do here. Now, if your job moves you, I get it. But those of you who say, I don't care about California, I'm leaving anyway, here's what's going to happen. If you don't stay and vote, they will split the state. They'll send more idiot senators. They'll send more idiot congresspeople into, into the federal government to continue to erode from within. That's what the progressives do. They're like a caustic substance. They just rot things from the inside. They will put more liberal judges and, um, you know, left-wing nuts, put more left-wing nut judges on the panels. The Ninth Circuit Court is already terrible. If they ever do have another Democratic uh, president, he'll be trying to pack the court with those people. They'll continue to use the power base of California against the entire country. We had, or we have right now, 19,800,000 registered voters state of California. In our primary election, 1,100,000 people voted for Gavin Newsom. That's about a six and a half, seven percent of registered voters. He is the front runner on seven and a half percent of the population voting for him. We have 8 million registered gun owners in California. Gavin Newsom should be an afterthought. He can be replaced. He does not have to be our next governor. Becerro does not have to be our attorney general. We can make these changes if guys stand up. And I'm calling them out here. You know, John Hancock took that fountain pen, splashed it full of ink, and wrote all across that the Declaration of Independence, John Effin Hancock. Read this. I'm here. I'm, I'm the dude who signed on this Declaration of Independence. There's some of us out here on the front lines doing the same thing. We are pushing this. We need to stand up and fight this tyranny that's in our ballot boxes. We need to fight the tyranny of excremento when they're pushing down new laws on us, making criminals out of my friends. For what? They haven't done anything wrong. These are good people, family people, business people. They're going to make them a criminal if they end up with one thing wrong on a cosmetic substance on, on a firearm. Ridiculous. While they're letting felons out of jail. So when is enough enough? When are you going to stand up and be involved in this? You need to make sure that you vote, your wife votes, your kids vote, everybody votes in the same direction. People at work, hey, if you're afraid to talk about it, why? This is an important thing. You need to vote for the right reasons. You need to back the spirit of the founders of this country and be involved. This is your fight. Every single week, it seems like I keep coming down here. I want to come in and talk about bullets and King of Two Miles um, competition that just went on. And I want to talk about the fun stuff. But here's where we are, guys. We are fighting, whether you realize it or not, for your Second Amendment rights here in the state of California. Now, it takes two people to fight. If one chooses not to fight back, that's called a mugging. And in California, gun owners have been getting mugged because they're not showing up at the polls. They're not doing what they need to do. If you think I'm harping on you and getting old about this, I am because it, it is getting old. We need to be involved. You need to make sure that you vote, the people around you vote. You do not miss this. Get a mail-in ballot, send it in, stand on top of things. This is how we win. You're going to see a huge amount of false voters coming out here in, in November. They're already talking about they want the, the left-wing nuts. They want to have their civil war in November 6th 
Okay, they're going to have everybody and their illegal alien maids voting for them. So you need to stop that stuff. We have to be in charge of it. We have to have our own crew. We have to get involved. Find out more at Firing Line Radio Show uh, on Facebook. We're talking about it all the time. We want to get you involved. Get up there. We can win this if we're in this. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Have a great weekend. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.